You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? This is Locked On Texans on the Locked On Podcast Network, your daily Texans talk. For your favorite NFL team, the Bulls on Parade with a party twist, I am John, some sports guy Hickman, and across from me, Cody Davis. The Texans' preparation for week four of the regular season began on Monday after the Carolina Panthers announced that star quarterback Cam Newton would miss his second consecutive game due to a foot injury. That means Kyle Allen will have another opportunity to go and get a win for the Carolina Panthers, who looked good Sunday, four touchdowns, and the offense itself just looked like a better version of the Carolina Panthers. So, John, just like we alluded to in yesterday's show, the Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson should use Cam Newton's injury as a warning sign of what not to do in order to prolong Deshaun Watson's career. Very much so. And this is an offense that has been rocking, at least under Kyle Allen, two quarters with at least 14 points this Sunday. Can't wait to see the game. Locked on Texans podcast on the Locked on Podcast Network. Don't forget, you can definitely find this show on Spotify, Stitcher, Megaphone, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Locked on Network has really made it accessible for everybody to join in. And for today's show, we got some things to talk about. Of course, Carolina Panthers have to get ready for that, as we alluded to early on, uh, just about a minute ago in the show. More recap of the game, but first, Cody, not only do we win games, but we also invite heroes to games. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, guys, Deshaun Watson, as much as we, we, can, we, we, we can say what we want to say about him on the field and praise him enough, on the field, there's nothing that really beats, I guess until you bring a Super Bowl, of course, <laughs> what he does off the field. Now, if you guys don't remember, his very first game check, he gave it to the cafeteria ladies at the NRG Stadium. Now we knew we know about the flood that just happened. Um, and what he did, Deshaun Washington, man, just doesn't stop. He's really a great guy, which is why we want him to prosper. He invited a high school hero to the game, Aldine's High School, Jaden Payne. He dove in floodwaters mm. to save a woman and her child. So he invited that young man out to the game this upcoming Sunday against the Panthers. And, you know, kudos, yeah, but sometimes it's not about on field. Sometimes it's about the person itself. And I think, look, we got a guy like J.J., what he did in the community for the hurricane. Deshaun Watson, Andre Johnson, what he does every year for kids. Don't forget newcomer Kenny Stills. Who's actually making a change by joining forces with HPD officers in order to help build that relationship between civilians and officers in the city of Houston. Yeah, and then, of course, it it, it started up top. uh, You can say whatever you want about the McNair family, but they're they're so charitable, especially with the uh, YMCA that's uh, in South Park. And if you know anything about South Park, that YMCA... Did a lot for kids. You know, hmm. I went there. My brother went there. My family. So, the Houston Texans as an organization, they, we, we do really well out here, making sure that we stay in touch with the fans. And speaking of fans, a crazy fan ran on the field. <laughs> what a JJ Watt jersey! 
<laughs> was he determined to get a sack or I guess, what? I guess, man, you know. Just, I'm not if, sure. If you are a fan, would you risk running out on the field like that? Hell no. I wouldn't either. Because here's the thing. It always First of all, we in the media. Bad. So we're going to, not only are we going to get arrested, not only are we going to get banned from that facility, we're actually going to get fired. Fired. It's going to end bad. Because have we ever seen a fan run on the field and just say, you know what? All right, I'm done. No, they always get <laughs> tackled. And it's not, it's never about one person. You always get gang tackled. And the security guards don't miss tackles. Unlike what they was doing Sunday, they kind of had his worry. But they don't miss tackles. You go down hard. You don't have any equipment on. And you go to jail. <laughs> and you get banned. And you get banned. And you can't go to jail. And probably fine, too. Come on, man. That's a, if this were ESPN Monday Night Countdown, that's a come on, man. <laughs> don't do that. And uh, don't forget the Reed brothers face off. Eric and Justin Reed, they play Sunday, Carolina Panthers, and the Houston Texans. Um, and I'm actually very excited about this game. I've been excited about all games thus far simply because of the storylines, Cody, and listeners at home, wherever mm-hmm. you are in your car, does not matter. I'm excited because I believe this is another trap game, possibly for the Houston Texans. And what I mean by that is we went into the Saints game, played phenomenal offense, right? Uh, then we go into Jacksonville. We don't really play phenomenal at all. We squeeze a win out by one. Going to L.A., play phenomenal in that game. Yeah, there was miscues here and there, but for the most part, Deshaun Watson in that, in that passing offense was clicking. Hmm. I'm looking at the Carolina Panthers. They've just got their first win on Sunday. And Kyle Allen... Balled out. Christian McCaffrey killed me in fantasy, by the way. And I think this is a possible trap game. Now, what I do like going into this game, and we'll look at it more and more throughout the week, of course, when injury reports come out, the whole nine. I like our uh, defensive matchup front seven versus their front big guys up front. Uh, I think that is an area that we would win. And I think, honestly, dominating. Reader, what he had, his performance on Sunday, Watt, his performance, Merciless, his performance the entire season. Um, And by the way, shout out to my boy Charles O, the rookie DN out of UT, had the second highest rookie grade in pro pro football focus. So he's making his stamp on this defense, uh, which I knew he would. That's how we do it out there in Austin. So I'm really excited to see uh, how they're going to prepare and prep for this upcoming game. And I mentioned it yesterday, uh, and it's not a concern at all. It's just understanding that maybe game plans are going to be different. However, I think the offensive line for the continuation of this season is definitely, definitely, definitely going to be more on the pass protection side. Um, however, I believe that if we can get a run game going where it's not predictable in spots and areas, this offense can get more scarier with the the weapons that we have. And, and mind you, there was no receiver that had over 100 yards Sunday. It was a – everybody getting, I got in the party. You get a catch. You get a catch. You get a catch. You you tight end. You get two touchdowns. So it was great to see. Uh, then, of course, like I said, throughout the week, we'll continue to keep an eye on injury reports. One thing that I really believe is encouraging, stop. Stop the press. Stop. 
Here is a stat for you guys. Bill O'Brien's play calling. Who has not been critical of that? <laughs> Me, you, the guy in the other room, everybody. Everybody has been critical of his play calling. The Texans were in second and seven or longer 17 times Sunday. Hmm. They handed off exactly zero times in those situations. The numbers in those situations, Watson was 13 of 14, 218 yards, three TDs, and a passer rating, a perfect 158. All three TDs were passes on second, 10, or more. Now, that is what we've been waiting for ever. And I think that's what needs to be shared. Well, kudos to Bill O'Brien finally showing that he can actually call plays. But, John, I have to go back to what you said earlier. This is a trap game, and the Houston Texans are known to play down or play up to the level of their opponents. You saw it against the New Orleans Saints. You even saw it against the Los Angeles Chargers. Those were two games. Those were two teams who are some of the best teams in the league today. So, of course, the Texans are going to get up for those teams. Then you look at a situation when they played against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're not that good, and the Texans did not play that good. So, I'm put it like this, John. I would not be surprised if the Houston Texans let this game against the Carolina Panthers slip through their fingers. I said it once, and I said it again. The Texans are known to play down or play up to the level of their opponents and that's something that they have to break in order to take that next step to get to the AFC championship game or even better to the Super Bowl most definitely and the one thing about this Carolina team is right now if we're just if the season stopped right now they all rank fifth in total defense uh, at this time with 295 yards per game allowed so we just saw Deshaun Watson and that offense put up almost 400 total yards Sunday. Well, maybe that won't be the outcome. Maybe maybe they found it high street. We don't know. I don't know, man, because you saw what happened against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You saw how much that offense struggled. Very much and so. So this is another top defensive team that they're playing, correct? Yes. Yeah. Next Sunday's... Sunday's game may not be a breeze like like I thought it was going to be. And here's another stat for you. Right now, the total defense, 19th out of 32 points Mm -hmm. allowed. They're allowing 23.3. They are allowing right under, like I said, 295 yards per game. Out of those yards per game, they are only allowing 166 passing yards. And as we saw Sunday, when we did not get the running game going, they're 24th in allowing 129. So maybe going into this game Sunday, we hey, let's get it on the ground and pound. Let's get out with a dub. Passing is where it will get tricky. Well, that's what I thought that was going to happen against the Chargers because the Chargers' defense against the run game is not that well. And the the Texans did not do a a good job exploiting that weakness. Very much so. So that is a concern. What is also is a concern, whatever you're wearing right now. I'm sure you're at home. You probably got oil stains on your white T-shirt. Probably look bad. Some stains from Blue Chew. Stage for Bluetooth. Maybe <laughs> Mac wielding is better than whatever you're wearing right now. For 20% off your first order, visit Mac 
wielding.com and enter promo code locked on. That is promo code L O C K E D O N. Game recaps. I know this is Sunday, but the, listen, there's a lot to recap that we couldn't fit in all one show, right? And there's, of course, more points that I wanted to talk on, Cody wants to talk on and speak on about. So, Locked On Texas Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Don't go anywhere. You're with the Bulls on Parade. What a party twist. You know, guys, you're coming back to the show. And every day we do this, I'm so thankful that we have you guys listening to the show. Whether you are dropping your kid off at school in the morning, whenever you catch it, in the middle of traffic, yelling at somebody who doesn't merge correctly, we really appreciate it. And at the end of a hard week, it's great to sit down, take some time off, and watch some football. Game-winning touchdowns on two-minute drives, running backs racing down the sidelines with no one to stop them. There's nothing like the NFL, and there's no better way to make games even more exciting than doing what, Cody? Putting money on it, making a bet. So do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag right now. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sports book. Don't forget, when you're betting, it's just as important as who you're betting on. MyBookie.ag is the best in the business, hands down. It's where I play. It's where Cody play. It's where the, you can argue that sports team plays, and you should too. I wouldn't be telling you this if I didn't use it myself, do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Join now and my bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code locked on to activate the offer. That's promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. So, in order for you to get paid for my bookie, do you have to be on point nine times out of ten? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. You have to be on point, unlike the Texans run game yesterday, huh? Because they wasn't on point, but yet they still uh, got paid. Am I correct? Well, they got paid. I'm just saying, Carlos man. Hyde did score a touchdown. Man. He scored a touchdown. Yeah, so what was that, from the two-yard line? If we could have done him. that. Anyways, go ahead. stop the- saying we could do some of this stuff that's in the We can. I, at 27 years old, who I if work out, we but I don't- train. Like them. You telling me we can't do the same? I haven't played football since 2010. But that's the thing. Football. You know what? This ain't locked on. Can I do the, the football? This is locked on Texas. We, we, we can argue about this on our other show. We, we, we sure we'll get will, into that. I can't do none of this. Getting, all right. Well, you say you can't. I say I can. But ladies and gentlemen, the Texans... Overall, the Houston Texans played a really good game yesterday. We saw it on both sides of the ball, no matter if it was the defensive backs, the, the front seven, the offensive line, Deshaun Watson. Every every receiver had an opportunity to eat yesterday. Every position stepped up except for the Houston Texans run game. You want me to tell you how bad they was yesterday? I'm sure you are. They only recorded 39 rushing yards. Carlos Hyde, who was at the start of yesterday's game, the fifth leading rusher in the NFL, he only recorded 19 yards. And this is a guy who recorded 173 yards through the first two games. And then to make matters worse, your second leader rusher was Deshaun Watson. 
And that was 18 yards for seven carries. <laughs> so I'm going to pose a question to you, John, and I want you to answer this truthfully. Do you think Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson, the happiness and the excitement that they came into the league with, do you think that's starting to die down in the Texans no. running game? No. Is something? Because think about it, John. No. No, I don't think it's dead. And you telling me they was only able to come away with 39 rushing yards? I'm not. That's that's not concerning to you? Not at all. How? Well, for one, we got the win. For two, I okay, was able we to got see the win, but a, a phenomenal. Okay, I said on yesterday's show, I believe this offensive line is set up moving forward for the sole purpose of, of protecting, protecting Deshaun Watson. I, yes, I, I, I get it. I so know. I'm, I'm not concerned about the running game after one game. I'm not. I'm not. I'd be more concerned if it was just the run game because of the offensive line play. The running backs just didn't have it. The defense for the Chargers just made plays. And, by the way, they were doing the opposite of what our defense was doing, and they were making tackles instead of missing them. I'm not concerned. That should be concerning. The fact that Nell, one of these guys, especially Carlos Hyde, didn't even record 50 rushing yards. He had 10 carries, so he had the chance to Record some of these yards. And None of this is, is concerning to you. That's another thing. He only had 10 carries. Uh, Watson, which we know he make plays out of nothing. He had seven carries, but I'm sure those are, you know, scrambles, of course. And, and Duke Johnson only had two carries. But yeah, to we, Duke Johnson's defense, he did have 22 yards on two receptions. We only ran the ball right under 20 times a game in 19. I think they understood and recognized that the game plan – and that's another thing about what I'm giving Bill O'Brien credit for. We don't know what the initial game plan was, but I saw him in that second and third quarter say, hey, I'm going to change and we're going to stick to what's working because our bread and butter right now is getting the ball into Sean Watson's hands. John, I understand everything that you just said, but, man, I am starting. And maybe that's – maybe maybe you're right. Maybe this is just one game and one I'm game. reading too Come much on. into one it. Game. But all I know is if the Texans run game, Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson have a similar performance against the Carolina Panthers, you, you're going to have to start thinking, okay, what's going on here? Something's not right. And you know what? Since the Panthers, I mean, at least at this time – they are struggling with run defense. Just like the Chargers? Just okay. Like, so, so I would, okay, well, let me think about it. But for this team, which we've been critical of the entire offseason, uh, what about this? What about that? And if we're checking off the list of what do we think going into the season would be an issue, the first or the uh, first game of the season what was an issue, though, if we're checking off lists, Right now, I'm okay with the run game from that performance. And what I mean by the, what, we, what we looked at in the entire offseason and going into the season, even the first game, here's, a, here's a, the first game against the Saints. Six sacks were allowed. There was no Howard. That was Tunsil's very first game. Second game against the Jags, four sacks were allowed, and three of those were on Watson. This game Sunday, two sacks. And that includes a team that has Bosa and Melvin Ingram. Only two sacks allowed. Mm. If I'm checking off my list of what concerns me the most 
And what has is what is not concerning me right now. I'm okay with saying, you know what, my priority with the run game and, and, and run blocking. I'm okay with that right now. <laughs> We're past blocking our ass off in the last two games. So let me ask you this question. We didn't see three games from the Texans so far this season. If it's not the run game, what is concerning you? Consistency. Uh, that Jags game really concerned me because there are going to be games that we can just crush. And those were one of those games. Now, mind you, granted. That is a Jags defense that has who they have. They have Jalen Ramsey who shut well, down. Well, kind of. But there was also there was also a team that was hobbling into that game. They were missing key players on that front seven. Um, the most concerning thing, and let me not overhype it. I'm just giving credit where credit is due. That offensive line, just seeing the consistency with the offensive line, mm-hmm. seeing the consistency with the play calling in Bill O'Brien, consistency. It's going to be the most concerning aspect of this Texas offense moving forward. And along with that, I'm very worried about our defensive backs. Mm, I knew you was going to say that. Defensive back who, in my mind, after yesterday's performance, I think is trending in the right direction. Trending maybe, but if I'm looking at uh, the Sunday game and I'm looking at... Well, outside of Keenan Allen... But first of all, you you only had one guy who recorded over 100 reception yards. And then to make matters worse, it was Keenan Allen, their best receiver. And then you had Jonathan Joseph, our oldest cornerback, against their best receiver. Yeah, Jonathan Joseph. And Jonathan Joseph showed his age yesterday. Yeah, he had... Well, I think it was that one great defensive stop, and he took his helmet off. <laughs> he, he was walking on the side. He was like, he was like, man, I can't do this no more. He was this breathing all hard. In the NFL now? But anyways, w- what I'm saying is, when you, you gas we, mask. <laughs> when you take out the fact that Keenan Allen had 180 receiving yards, yes, I know that's bad, but like I said, you had Jonathan Joseph guarding him most of the game. You take that out of the consideration. The Texans secondary did a pretty good job. I'm more concerned about the scheme. Mike Williams? Mike Williams, he had less than 50 receiving yards. It's a step in the right direction. Maybe once you do something with Jonathan Joseph. I know he means a lot to this team. But maybe... You gave him an extra $7 million for the retirement home. (laughs) But maybe... If you can find someone like Lonnie Johnson Jr., who is younger, who is faster, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that the Texans secondary, at least midway through the season, is going to look a hell of a lot better. And that's what we're hoping for. And you know what? I, I want to see eventually if we were ever going to see Xavier Crawford, our fifth-round draft pick, cornerback that we drafted this uh, season. Mm-hmm. And there's another aspect of a team we haven't seen. We still haven't seen third-round draft pick of Hill Warren. Then I haven't seen him. And after Sunday's game, that's another step on why Bill uh, Brian game is out the door. <laughs> we didn't need that draft pick. Atkins ball Sunday. We already had him. We just drafted him last year. But we haven't seen him. Haven't seen Xavier Croft yet. That's another guy I want to see in the defensive back lineup at some point of this season. I'm, I'm worried about the scheme. Mm-hmm. Playing that far back, allowing the well, yeah, that makes receivers sense. to get 
That that makes sense. Um, no, that's one thing. I, if I'm in the NFL, if I have that much of a release, mm-hmm. I can get open. Okay, and and I get what you're saying because you know you go back to when um, they lost against the New Orleans Saints. Those last 39 seconds, they were slacking off on the Saints receivers a lot. I mean, that is Drew Brees. That was kind of disrespectful because that is Drew Brees on the other side of that ball. That's Julius Breezes. <laughs> Why would you get that man that much time, man? Speaking of time, this is the Locked On Texas podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Guys, we really appreciate your listening ears. As always, I am John, some sports guy Hickman. Hey, don't be that dumbass fan that runs on the field. You're wasting your money. <laughs> you, you can use that with my boogie. Mm-hmm. Or just pay $5 for shipping and get Bluetooth. And, then, and have a good night. And you're going to have a better night than you running on the field. Goodness gracious. And gracious. you will last longer than you running on the field, you too. You definitely will last a little bit longer. <laughs> Bluetooth and the confidence. I'm John, some sports guy, Hickman. Across from me, my brother in, in sports and in, in the world, what's going on? Cody Davis, please follow me on Twitter at Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Why 24? Because I believe, I know in my hearts of hearts, Jonathan Joseph is the oldest cornerback that ever played in the league. That too. Locked on Texas podcast on the Locked on Podcast Network. Peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.